On this week's episode of the Superhero Show Show, we'll find out if Miss Marvel is good or if we find Kamala Khan dumb, if the Titans are able to save Connor Kent on the Young Justice finale, or if, if the Zods keep Khan dumb, and if Cassie and Caitlin wish the parents of the creators of the boys had just worn a condom. All of that and more on an all-new episode of the Superhero Show Show. What's up, nerds? Welcome to the Superhero Show Show, the only show on the internet that reviews every single live-action television show based on a comic. Is that all that we cover? No. We also do some cartoons, a couple of cartoons, whenever we want. We'll also cover some comics, because you know what? We're fucking nerds like that. Or you could call us a triple threat, I guess. I think that's how we should refer to us as the triple threat. Uh, Speaking of triple threats, I got my friend Ryan here. (laughs) Uh, I got a face... I got an incredible six pack, and mm-hmm. I got a butt that don't quit. I am a triple threat. Fucking, that's that's a triple threat on Grinder for sure. You have a <laughs> face. One, you have a face. Oh, that's do people without faces do they do poorly on Grinder? <laughs> well, it depends on the profile pics. You normally don't show a face, so you got to show abs, and that's like all you kind of compare on. So a bold of you, but you do have a face, and you're putting it out there, and I'm proud of you for that. Thank you. Yeah, anytime. Uh, Call oh, yeah. me, please. One eight hundred Grinder. I'm here waiting for your call. We also have Caitlin here. Yeah, so you have um, the face, the abs, and the ass. Uh-huh. I have everything else. Uh-huh. So um, I have the obliques, I have the shoulders, and some calves. And your ears are so muscular, by the way. Thank have you, you been working them out? I have indeed. They look great. Thanks. Yeah, my lobes have been working real hard recently. <laughs> Guys, let's go blast some lobes today. <laughs> are you going to drop those workout techniques or what? Are you going to share it with everyone? My hot lobes. Yeah, um, that, that lobe workout. Uh, I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it a little lobo, you know, like, like <laughs> Lisa lobe over here. How dare you? How Thank dare you? Um, should we start referring to ourselves? Honestly, though, guys, serious meeting here. Um, this is important. I've gathered you here. Listeners, take your headphones out. This is for if us. We have three. a meeting. This is for us three. Uh, you shouldn't have come here during this time. Uh, this is on this you. Is on you. So please remove your headphones. Guys, did we call ourselves the triple threat? Oh, there's three of us. There's three yeah. of us. I, we were talking about three body parts on each of us. Yeah. yeah. But that's like a nine, nine tuple threat. Ooh. Is that a thing? No, but yeah, we you're right. We, we should have, be the triple threat. We haven't confirmed that Cassie has body parts. Oh, so, yeah. You know. I don't. I'm just Because I've got three. I Caitlin have, has the rest. Uh, yeah, I got them all. <laughs> that so. was like, I was ready to be like, let me scoop up some body parts. And Caitlin was like, I got everything else. And I was like, fuck, there's no more body for me. Everything in between. You got a voice. I got, I am a voice. I'm a blob and a voice yeah. in people's ears, I guess. You know what you could pick is uh, earlobes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Caitlin, look at hers. <laughs> you, <laughs> you can never compare to Caitlin's. That was actually the lobe that came on mic right there yeah. i don't know if you heard it but mm-hmm. they're, they're intimidating yeah. i apologize that might have been a low but blow <laughs> both of you guys this how can you always fucking come with these puns this is the worst night of my life um I, the head of marvel tv uh, he's uh, he, the guy who used to do it his name is jeff Loeb, and i don't have a joke just 
Just His name was Jeff Loeb. There's something there. So Somebody... you guys, people at home, I know they're not listening. Yeah. Uh, if you want to put that together, <laughs> that's all yours. Um, also, if you want to put your headphones back on now, I guess we can just send out a little uh, like text message. I'm sure we have yeah, that technology. An Amber alert. <laughs> or you could put down your headphones and continue working out those good-ass lobes and join me. <laughs> they don't know how. You didn't give them tips. Yeah, you just said get swole. <laughs> you got to just listen to your ears, man. Mm-hmm. It's the hardest that's part not... to listen to. <laughs> Well, as we said, Mike's not here. It's us three to cover this big show. And guys, do we have a big show? Because we got some premieres to talk about for the main event. We'll be talking about Miss Marvel. We also got some finales coming up. And uh, X-Taz, of course. Always X-Taz. And an interview. Part two of from last week. Yeah. Nerd Word. We left it on a big cliffhanger, I'm sure. (laughs) (sighs) My gasp award for X-Taz tonight is the cliffhanger for the interview yeah that's how big it was i'm already giving it points um so let's go ahead and get to the show we'll start off with miss marvel this week was the premiere of miss marvel which is disney plus's newest marvel joint all about kamala khan who is just your average nerdy outcast who is deeply and intensely invested in the avengers this episode he watches her and her bff bruno try to sneak 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 off from Kamala's parents and have a lit-ass time at Avengers Con and win the Captain Marvel cosplay contest. The key to winning this competition for Kamala was her bangle, which ended up giving her actual powers. Taste buds, I ask you, what were your initial thoughts after watching this first episode? Caitlin? Uh, my initial, initial thought was, like, I don't think... I think this is for a younger audience than me. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I was like, I am not... This is not for me, which is weird because I normally like these kid things, but it felt... Your favorite show currently is Caillou. I I love... (laughs) You love that bald bitch. You still watch Teletubbies on repeat. You know it. (laughs) You know That's just a classic, Cassie. Uh, (laughs) Have you seen that son now? That son's a full adult now. I know. She's got a kid of her own. (laughs) Crazy. Wild. And is the baby a son? (laughs) Baby... Is a daughter. I think the baby's got to be a son. Oh. The baby's got to... That has to hurt, you mean, Anyway, sorry. The sun, sun. Um, but yeah, I I liked it some parts, but other parts I, I felt like uh, it was just like too too young for me. But I, it's also the first episode, yeah, and it's one where I feel like it could get better because mm-hmm. it get it is like her story, which she is younger than me. It did have um, more of a Disney feel, I guess, which yeah. is the younger feel of it. Like I did feel like. Um, what do we watch as kids? Like Zach and Cody and stuff. Yeah. Like some of the stuff, like their interactions and how it's just kind of like exaggerated and almost cartoony with how big they are. It made it. it without made, the laugh track. Without yeah. the laugh track. Like it did just feel, it's definitely, I believe it is for a younger audience, obviously. So, but like I did like the intro of the mix between like, you know, her drawings and comics and stuff. I did like that. That was yes. lit. I do that was so it. cool. I love that. I'm going to sweep in here real quick. And although I think that I'm a little colder than, the world, which the world is like flipping over the show, yeah. saying it's the best thing that Mar or Marvel TV has done so far. I think that I liked it more than you guys. And I, I just want to put a little bit of cold water on the whole Disney like sitcom thing because those were fucking terrible. Like this is cheesy, but it wasn't Zach oh, and yeah. Cody cheesy. No, I was just I trying like to get Zach the the tone of it, like how every like their interactions are bigger, and that's like more of the broader and yeah, yeah. Except, and I'll argue with you, arguing with me, Bit. except for a couple of things. The scene, and I like this show overall, mm. but there's a couple of cringy things that peaks in her conversation with the principal or somebody. Mm-hmm. 
where he calls her on the intercom and like, yeah. and then they sit down and that sort of back and forth, so fucking awful. Like I can't take <laughs> scenes like this anymore. I think that's what really I'm looking at when I think of this is not for me because I'm like this is not going to happen. This is not real. Like. Yeah, you can be a superhero with powers. I'll give you that, and that's not real. But I'll take that not real, but not this principle going over exactly, the, yeah, like over the microphone and saying this. The whole use of powers, if you do it in a realistic way, I'll buy it. The whole this is so scripted, yeah. I can't buy it. Yeah. Even though there's no CGI or fantasy mm-hmm. in that scene, yeah, yeah. But there was a lot of great parts of this, like the Avengers con. The fact that she is a huge Avengers fan, I thought that was like. It tracks like you're in a world with real heroes. There's going to be kids that are like looking to these heroes right. like, and loving them. Mm-hmm. And I, I really loved how they brought that on. And she was just like a huge Miss Marvel f- or Miss Marvel Captain Marvel fan. Yeah, um, you're right. Like the fandom does exist. Some people like these Marvel characters. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't. I, I don't understand. Uh, but the intro and then the bike riding scene with all the characters on yeah. the brick walls behind them. Yeah. That was fucking great. That was mm-hmm. rad. Mm-hmm. Those were the moments where I was like, this show's the fucking raddest thing they've ever put out. Yeah. And then like th- some of the like interactions and the script, like I, they're yeah, mainly their interactions. I, it would bring me down a lot. But um, I know that there was that critic that we always talk about, about how he couldn't understand the movie Turning Red because he wasn't a little girl going through puberty. Um, and so I didn't get it when she was staring out of the car, looking at the skyline, imagining a su- like Captain Marvel or a superhero flying. I, <laughs> what is this? I have nothing to relate to here. <laughs> Who has done that? <laughs> I do, where I do like her interactions is with her family. Yeah. I, I fucking love her family. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm oh. all about all the characters in her family. Every time we go to her house, I'm like, yes, give me more. Mm-hmm. Her dad figuring out the little system that her best friend Bruno made mm-hmm. that's connecting all the lights. Love that guy. Her dad is absolutely precious, and I love him so much. <laughs> I would protect him with my life. And yeah. heartbreaking when... Oh. When she says, uh, I'm not going to go to AvengerCon with you, both of us dressed in like a Hulk. It's like a, I don't know. The Pakistani like. Pakistani outfit, but like hooked out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the dad comes in so excited. Full painted. Face painted. That was like the cutest. Like I was like, oh, it's so cute. Like the family. And you got to realize that like the harder you try the more the embarrassment is going to be when you're denied. Yeah. Yeah. And so he busted in, like, full-on Kool-Aid, full man. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> and then when she said, like, how humiliating that would be to bring him and the look on his face, oh, my crushing. goodness. So Absolutely crushing. My bottom lip got so cold. <laughs> I think that's the moment I really realized it wasn't for me because, again, I connected more to the parents, and I was just like, this is the sweetest gesture you could yeah. ever do for your kid. And then, like, I, from the other side, it would be, like, you're going to a con with your parents, which, like, I was never cool enough kid to be embarrassed by that that uh. shit would be lit same. <laughs> same oh god just imagine your parents loving you to do <laughs> enough to do that <laughs> that's the, crazy like they want to spend time with me <laughs> the shit i like that's crazy she got off work for this <laughs> she but, got down off the pole for this <laughs> that's just my mom <laughs> that's, that's a fucking hustler <laughs> But um, I do. How do you guys feel about the dynamic between her and Bruno, or I guess the two actors and how they work off each other? Do you is because there's like he has almost a Cisco esque, but he's way better. He's he's like a working Cisco. Well, compared to the because the principal in that conversation, that's Cisco, right? Like, please shut the fuck. Like, get the fuck off the screen. Uh, Bruno isn't like that. Are we allowed to talk about Bruno? Is this cool? Yeah, talk about Bruno. Uh, 
he I, like there's not that like I have to be funny at all seconds banter thing yeah. that like drives me crazy. Um, it doesn't seem requited, mm-hmm. right? Like my wife was getting gay vibes from Kamala, mm-hmm. and I know that the comic book. I don't think she's gay in the comic, but the comic is very gay. Mm-hmm. So I just can't remember. It's been a while since I read it, but there's a ton of gay characters. I just don't think she is. But I, I, I think we need more like sort of boys and girls hanging out just as friends mm-hmm. with that the, sem- the sexual chemistry is not needed yeah. you know i think it's like they're great together as like a superhero team and friends mm-hmm. that the romance part isn't needed although bruno's clearly head over heels yeah. yeah you don't spend that much time with a fucking person's family if you're not <laughs> totally in love with them mm-hmm. you don't make them power gloves by putting on led lights on a glove i believe is what he did yeah. um uh, if you don't love he that had to person. put it under a microscope and everything it's like literally he gets some hot glue yeah pouring one beaker into another <laughs> no it's just it's just hot glue buddy um but yeah, I, I don't know. I like th- not as heartbreaking as when the dad comes in dressed as Hulk, but she leaves the power gloves in the bathroom, and he's like, mm-hmm. "Where's the power gloves?" She's like, "Oh, they're in the bathroom." He's like, "Cool, cool, 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 cool." cool, cool. <laughs> um, do you guys think like is Disney Plus gonna do a good job with? I feel like so far off of this, I feel like they're not focusing too much. Like they're bringing just enough of like her Pakistani culture and stuff where it's like cool and not like really hanging a hat on it. Like real proud of themselves for this shit. Do you know what it is? And I read a lot about this, but um, the mixture of uh, Urdu and English mm-hmm, yeah. or Mexican or Spanish and English or, you know, whatever, like when you're, you know, coming into the country and your family is, you know, first generation or you're the second or third generation and that mixture that comes mm-hmm. of like alternating words in a sentence, how realistic that is. I think they're doing a great job of that. Mm-hmm. And it's not leaving anybody behind if you don't yeah. understand, you know, that language. Yeah. Because it is, it, they're doing like a couple of words. So yeah. like it's, it's, it's fine, everyone. <laughs> but um, the home life seems very real. And yeah. right. I feel like I'm learning more about her and her culture and then like her family as well. So I don't, I don't feel like it's like push down my throat. I feel mm-hmm. like it's like I'm I'm living in the with them and understanding with them. Yeah. And the house feels very real. Like mm-hmm. it just looks like a family lives there. Like as opposed to like where Kate Bishop grew up, which looked yeah. like a museum. Yeah. This is like this is like a family, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um now guys I do want to talk about AvengerCon and how lit it would be for this Woo! to exist in real life. Um no. Whoa, the budget on this thing. <laughs> we got a giant I Ant Man? The giant what? everybody. Everybody was big up in a that A giant home. hammer? But what is this though? I j- literally just like Is this thrown by children? It looks like it. It looks like yeah, like the so ASB at a high school put this together and had a AS- huge budget, big budget, <laughs> a big budget with this ASB. At the end of Euphoria, they threw a play about Euphoria, and that budget was out of control. This one feels because this is not. There's no Marvel, right? Yeah, Marvel's not paying for this. Yeah. So this is just a bunch of kids scraping together money to put all of this together? Because it was like a back alley, then we're in a warehouse. Like a rave. But, but the where, yeah, it looked like a rave area, but then like it was like a, the littest con I've ever seen in my life. It's like I've been to a couple cons, and man, this one was like... Are you into cons, Caitlin? <laughs> like the one from, from Star Trek, yeah. <laughs> con! <laughs> also, uh, not wearing your costume to the con, what... 
Why did she bring it to change later? I don't know. Because, I mean, I get not wanting to be sweaty while you're riding your bike and huffing it on that huffy. But, like, (laughs) huffing it on the huffy. (laughs) Once you're at the con, that's when you fucking change instantly. Like, you walk in that door in costume. So people are, like, coming up to you and you're making friends and all that. Like, I understand her not wearing it to get there because she had to rush out of her house. She was already running late. Like, I get that. But, yeah, once you get there, you change. You change You don't change last minute. That's where I think now... This is where the representation was bad. And that's of con people. Yeah. Because this is where I was insulted as a human being. Because when it was the Captain Marvel competition, and, you know, she's up there and she gets her powers. I don't know if you saw the one fuck in the background just doing, like, jumping jacks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dancing so hard. And the director was like, love that. Do it again in another take. This and I was a- like, that's not. <laughs> the director's like, can you act like a person at a, con- a comic con, please? You've seen a con on TV, right? <laughs> you know nerds being excited about shit oh man well, i rewound that watched that like four times because something happened and he just didn't stop he, he was, just went yeah. crazy yeah. he was a mix between gumby and the wavy wacky inflatable man and i was like this is the meanest thing i've ever seen on tv i don't know who put the con on but i really appreciate how everyone because of like press conferences and shit right like in the real world tony stark had a press conference and said i am iron man mm-hmm. so we know his name but then there's other characters where you don't only we do because we saw the movies, but they wouldn't. So there's a group shirt that just says Mr. <laughs> Tree because they don't know what his name would be. I didn't see that. That's amazing. <laughs> Even though he does say his name a lot as far as characters go. <laughs> uh, like the Guardians are not as mainstream in yeah. this world as Iron Man and Captain America. They're so out of this world. So. They're out of this world. So Mr. Tree. <laughs> That's a fucking good I touch. Mr. Tree. <laughs> I feel like I need to watch that part again just for like the subtle like <laughs> little con shout outs. A little, yeah. Um, and then at the uh, costume competition, who were the big headed ones? Is that a con thing? There's like uh, Captain Marvel with a giant head and there's a... Oh, there's always like Lego takes or just like big head. Yeah, it's just or like... like a you, Funko take? Yeah. It's the, their expression piece, you know? For yeah. The so avant-garde. <laughs> but I do want to get to now... Uh, Kamala, obviously, I'm glad we got her powers in the first one. I am confused by her powers, though, because it is it's different than in the comics, isn't it? Right. And that was a big point of contention. Mm -hmm. And what is what is her power in this thing? Because she was just like shooting out crystals. I I didn't understand her power fully. And I know it's the first episode and we got a taste of it. So I know we'll get more. I just wasn't sure if I was a dumb dumb or like it's just kind of vague at the moment. I think what's okay. So in the comics, it's awesome because the comic she's like just about puberty age and then the powers that she get she gets is she can like her she can control the size of any body part mm-hmm. which is so puberty like oh yeah. my god i'm too fat or you know my feet are too big or whatever the case may be in this it feels like she's got the classic marvel like stuff comes out of my hands yeah mm-hmm. but yeah. in this instead of like being a blast like captain marvel can shoot a blast of energy it becomes solid mm-hmm. and I think I just figured out what it is or what it's based on. Um, There's a scene in the trailer, not in the first episode, where she is uh, flying, but she's walking through the air, like putting her things down and becomes solid. Do you know what that is like? Surfing. You guys are, uh, you know, a couple of people in your 30s, so you may not know about this. No. It's Fortnite. This is how you build things in Fortnite is like you can build a ramp as you run up in the air. I went straight to Legos. I was like, she got Lego powers. That's that's sort of it, too. You know, and then there's I think that part of it, too, is um, we're just we're going to talk about Proteus in 
you know, tonight's Ecstasmania and about how B says the limits are his imagination. Mm-hmm. Sort of like a Green Lantern. I think that's what she has, too. Like, uh, she reaches out to save mm-hmm. Zoe mm-hmm. with a hand. That could have been anything. Yeah. You know, it's just whatever she imagines at the time. Yeah. And that was, like, the one part, because I knew her powers change. And, like, the Miss Marvel in the comics, the big thing is her big old punch. Mm-hmm. Like, with her big, extra large hand. And so I thought they were, like... The way her hand came out, that was a good play on that. Yeah, it's like we're not changing too much. Yeah, everybody relax. We're changing it, it, it but we're still also... be a hand. Everybody, <laughs> calm the fuck down. <laughs> the other thing too is that uh, she is closer to Iron Man in that it's just weaponry. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the bracelet that she puts on to mm-hmm. get the powers. In the comic book, she's an Inhuman. Yeah, and I think that the movies are. The MCU wants to stay away from Inhumans as much as possible. They were like, we never did that. We yeah. never I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. That. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the Black Bolt blew the back of his brain out. And that's the only <laughs> Inhuman all. thing that we have. Um, all right, you guys. That's pretty much all the time we have. I do want to know, um, are you guys giving it another shot next week? Or do, how are you feeling about it? Well, Cassie, having never missed a single second of anything MCU related, I'll probably give it another shot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I did want to shout out uh, Aman Bolani, um, who never dabbles as Kamala never dabbles in the cringe just I thought she did perfectly oh yeah she actually reminds me of the actress who plays Kate Bishop I think that they have similar sort of like their vibe yeah their vibe their like coolness their like eyebrow raise I don't know there's something in their feel Mm -hmm. vibe I'll just say vibe yeah Uh, (laughs) that is similar and I was like I was thinking what if Kate and Kamala met each other which is probably going to happen. Mm-hmm. We'd be red. And I'm I was excited. super stoked about it. Yeah. Everybody's like, oh, Captain America's gone. Iron Man's gone. There's nothing left. I would love to see those two in I a feel fight like together. We're going to make like a young Avengers team. We yes. have so many young, young heroes now and budding heroes. They've got to. And they're red. And I give w- me the Great Lake Avengers. Like, <laughs> it's what everybody craves. <laughs> it's what everybody wants. <laughs> all right, you guys. That's all the time we have to talk about Miss Marvel. But you know I save time to talk about a website. Caitlin. Yeah. Tell, tell me about your big website plans. It, Cassie, it's huge. I know. I know. I can only imagine how big it's going to be. It's like, it's full of cheese. Okay. And, the um, website itself is full of cheese? Um, It's full of my favorite cheeses. Okay. Yeah. It's the cheesiest website you've ever been on and it, it again it's like like it's a list of cheese it pictures of cheese lists of cheese okay. uh, videos of cheese people putting their fingers inside the holes of cheese don't like that part that this, part's a yeah, little is this weird porno? <laughs> it's cheese <laughs> what's the, what's the domain for this where, where how do i find this cheesy website <laughs> cheese and holes Holes and cheese. Holes and cheese. You hate that. We'll never search that. Do not recommend that anybody searches that. Um, But I will recommend you somebody to help you build this website. That's cybersprout.net. They offer premium hosting that's specifically built for WordPress. They handle security, which it's going to be such a problem. We need that. We need that very much. I don't know how to do that, so thank you, Cybersprout. (laughs) You want the right fingers to go in the right cheese. Exactly. People are really going to be wanting that Gouda, and like Cybersprout's going to be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, no. Mm -hmm. Um, They also handle maintenance, backup, speed optimization. They... uh, Focus hand in hand. They focus on collaboration because they're going to work hand in hand with you. It's also easy to manage. They got easy to edit fields if you want to. If you're just like, hey, I got a website and I just need pictures of cheese up there, they're like, here's the perfect template for that. Drop in this piece of cheese here. Uh, Cybersprout.net, your partner for a digital world. Oh, Cybersprout just texted me. Yeah. It says, Gouda is Gouda, but Cheddar is better. <laughs> you're fucking right, Cybersprout. It's, what, what is wrong with them? <laughs> 
geniuses, right? This, this is the last episode that we will be sponsoring them. They're disgusting. <laughs> They're little freaks and we love them. Cybersprout.net. Coming up next, the pull list. All right, we are back for the pull list where we talk about all the other shows we watched this week. First show starting it off is Young Justice. On the fourth season finale of Young Justice, the Zod saga comes to a close in a giant fight between the 200 characters featured in this season. Dace Buds, I ask you this. Is a 20-minute fight followed by six endings, Return of the King style, an acceptable way to end a season? I'm sorry. This show did what? It had literally <laughs> six endings? There was, yeah. There was, so it was a, tw- a fight for 20 minutes. Love it. And it was rad. And then there was like so many denouements and like uh, just... Two characters got married, uh, just people saying goodbye to each other, uh, and then that was it. And I was a little nervous. I didn't know how they were going to wrap it up because how complicated the show is, yeah. Uh, how many foragers there are, yeah. Um, and it wasn't even the endings. Like Connor and Martian girl got married, mm-hmm. but really it was this fight that was so fucking sick. Was it like twenty minutes of like not like at no point were you like this can be a shorter fight? No, like, it was... at no point. Oh. Like all of the characters came together in this city block mm-hmm. that had been emptied out of all citizens, and they just punched each other. But it wasn't like Zack Snyder. Like, what's going on right now? Okay, that's what I was wondering. It was so clear, and then it would cut to these two characters, and they would punch each other, and they would also like end their storyline mm-hmm. as they're punching each other. Right, uh, and. I know that on paper, 20 minutes of fighting sounds boring. In fact, that's usually when on most of the shows that we watch. I shouldn't say this because I'm a professional podcaster, but that's yeah. when I'm on my phone. Yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> doing I get it, anything punches. Else. I get yeah. it. No, no, no. When the sound effect is, of punches is over, I will tune, tune back into the show. This was so fucking sick. Damn. Was there any, like, was there one, like, did they have insane fight moves? Or was it just that it was, like, kind of tying up story points while fighting that it, made it stand out? It, yeah, it wasn't, like... The choreography, it wasn't like the uh, actual punching. It was the choreography of the entire stage. Yeah. That was so well done. That And, you know, like, I haven't watched this since the beginning, but... So, which leaves me with a lot of questions. But, um, yeah, it was so clear as to what was going on thematically and punchily that made it rad. Hell yeah. You know, I love a good fight scene. Uh, was there any of the wrap-ups, like, were any... Like, was there any wrap-ups that you could have done without, or were all the wrap-ups needed? Because some of them, you know, when they're giving you, like, just, like, the... Like, a lot of times, the marriage, like, the wedding specifically, either a banger or, like, get it off the screen. Well, I have a rule that if I don't cry during a wedding on a TV show, then it probably wasn't that good. Yeah. I didn't cry on this one. But it was still great. The only issue that I would have uh, is there was an episode a couple weeks ago where... um, two characters like one character was saying i'm in love with you Mm -hmm. and then the other character was like uh what and that was it and then at the wedding they're like sitting next to each other and being like stop it no you stop it so Mm -hmm. i guess that's wrapped up i guess they got Mm -hmm. together so in a show this complicated you have to have a couple of things just thrown into the wedding audience yeah Mm -hmm. that makes sense um so is this just a series finale? Do we know if it's coming back? I don't know if we know. I don't think Ooh. we know yet. But I think it's highly profitable. Okay. Um, I know it's not super buzzy, but I do think there's a lot of people that watch it. And I do think the animation's done in a not expensive way. Mm, not talking that. shit, but <laughs> it's not... It's when cl- you use the same forger template <laughs> <Yeah>. like 20 <laughs> times, like it's going to save you some money. And you don't even have to re-record his voice. In a forger? You just 
He just says forager. So I just play that same word over and over again. They got him one day in studio and they keep him for all seasons. Just forager. They gave him every scenario of the way to say it. <laughs> You're shocked now. Bummed. Um, all right. Should we go to moment of the week? Yeah. Uh, my moment of the week is Clark and Lois tell their son, who I had never seen before, um, that Uncle Connor, they, Uncle Connor died. Oh. And the little kid was like, no, he didn't. I know he's still alive. And then they have to go to the kid and say, like, actually, Uncle, Uncle Connor is alive. He's back home. He's getting married. And the kid was like, I was totally right. My uncle will never die. And the parents are like, you were right this time. Like, <laughs> he, he is alive. But please, let's not think this about everyone that dies, though. Like, <laughs> some people will actually die. You just happen to accidentally be right this time. It does got to be hard to raise kids in these type of universes that mm-hmm. we're, they're always coming back. And they're like, I don't think death is real. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm invincible. Uh, Young Justice is Thursdays on HBO Max, hopefully in the future. Soon, someday, maybe. Maybe. Um, our next show is Fear the Walking Dead. On this week's episode of Fear the Walking Dead, Morgan manages to find an unlikely new ally who turns out to be much more trouble than he bargained for. Thanks, but I ask you this. How good did Chris Evans look at the Lightyear premiere? Oh, was that the, with the glasses and the beard? In the shirt, and the Ryan. Shirt. It's the shirt. The order that you presented that was wrong. It was <laughs> the shirt, the beard, the glasses. Mm-hmm. I think you did the exact opposite of what yeah. needed to happen. And then, of one. course, America's ass. Yes. yes. It was that, of course. But we knew he was working with that. We didn't know he was rocking, rocking the confidence to come out in that fucking shirt. <laughs> that that style and that attitude that he came out with. Mm-hmm. Was it better than Sydney Sweeney at the MTV Movie Awards? Did you guys see that skirt? I didn't no, see I didn't. You guys not. watch different news than I do. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was. Um, I'm so glad he decided to go so hard for the Lightyear premiere. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, it gets so. He didn't do shit. That's just Chris Evans on his normal day. Yeah. Like he didn't go hard. He's just like, hey, I'm Chris Evans, and this is what I do. <laughs> I'm Chris Evans. I got drunk today, and I wore a good shirt. <laughs> it's like he's like, I got to sit through a Disney movie. I'm gonna get plastered and hit the carpet. And I respect him, and I salute him. What is the shirt, by the way, for people who have not seen it? Um, I don't know the brand or anything. I, of it. I don't know the brand either. It's just very bright. It's like an orange, yellow, and brown shirt. Is it camouflage? Yeah, yeah it's, it's got like little almost... patterns on it. It's it's like kind of blobs on it, and he's just he's rocking the it. way that it fits him. It's more it's more the way it fits the With colors the that pops. He when just... I hold up a picture of Chris Evans next to me, can you guys tell who is him? <laughs> no, it's really hard. <laughs> it's only because of the shirt that I do know. All I see is a shirt, actually. <laughs> Well, Fear the Walking Dead is Sundays on AMC. Our next, actually, comic this time is Earth Prime Stargirl. On the fifth and penultimate issue of DC's comic book look into the Arrowverse world, we check in on the Flash family. More specifically, we follow a young impulse and excess. In the year 2049, Bart has found a meta at his school, a kid who is using the force to get good grades and free food. Ooh. Eventually, the two sibling rivals work together to bring the bad kid down before he turns the entire city into zombies. Taste buds, I ask you this. Which of these futuristic slang words were used in this comic book? Crash. Shrap. Or, I'm sorry, which one was not used? Okay. Which of these futuristic slang words were not used? Crash. Shrap. Shway. Pulsey. Ooh. I just, I want them to get rid of Crash. I don't want one that I know. I want something all funky. So I'm gonna, I'm hoping for Crash is not used. Caitlin? I'm gonna go with the Pulsey. <laughs> <laughs> That's usually what I go with. Oh, uh, what up? 
Last week, peonies. (laughs) Peonies on poosies. Can't wait for you to tell your children. Uh, So sex is when the peonies meets the pussy. I uh, know all four were used, of course. Uh, no word more than crash. Uh, this Damn kid it. tries to make crash work. Everything is crash to this kid. Damn it. That's a bummer. Um, this one sounds like it was working with a lot of things that are potentially cool. Um, was it wild oh my enough God, to pull off? <laughs> how, how, how'd this one treat you? You are so good at your job of PR trying to Listen, make things. I love Stargirl. I love a guy just using his powers to get free food and good grades. Love that. And, and zombies. They, and they yell pussy. <laughs> Again, Caitlin, the only person who has yelled pussy is you. Um, no, this was awful. This was straight awful. And honestly, like, this whole thing has been a disaster. And I'm not even mentioning the uh, artist and writer mm-hmm. just because I don't want them to find out that we talked about them. Yeah. Um, but really, it's a, uh, it's a thing of audience. It's written for such a young audience. And yet, I don't know if young people are watching these shows. Yeah. I think all of these Arrowverse shows are watched by people who should have stopped watching them a long time ago. Yeah. And, but if you're writing for a younger audience, don't make it 44 fucking pages. Like, it's Ooh, so it's, long. It's a lot of pages. They're almost. very long. Uh, there's one conversation. That I just want to, like, sort of give an example of how this person is writing to a younger audience. Um, the good guy. Uh, Impulse says to the bad guy, sorry, bud, I've got to unsubscribe to you. And then the bad guy says, no one unfollows me and attacks them. This is a conversation I have almost daily. I see nothing (laughs) wrong with this. (laughs) This is like the the same writers as, uh, what was that show, Naomi? Mm -hmm. Babe. 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 Babe, go ahead and hit unfollow on that, okay? (laughs) I mean, the the Ms. Marvel. Like, we're just going to talk about this principle... Ms. Marvel conversation is like mm. the this is just what's wrong with all this all these scripts like imagine that scene for 44 pages mm-hmm. or with Naomi yeah. imagine that scene as one character babe so maybe I thought it was <laughs> too young for me but it was just not real for me I guess yeah 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 I mean you don't you don't have the kind of cool life that Cassie does where people are always saying sorry but I have to unsubscribe no one unfollows me yeah that's it's a good. fucking hip ass life you guys <laughs> um we do moments of the week for this yeah do it, Ryan. <laughs> uh, there's an ad in the back for Dark Crisis, the new DC Ooh. thing, where the Justice League is dead. Oh. And it's the last page of the comic book. Wow. I wanted... The, the last page is the best part of this <laughs> yeah. to be over. We got one more issue. It's the tie-in issue. Um, we're hoping Cassie reads it, just tries it out. If I know how... If I learn if how, you to, learn read how to read time, We have a limited amount of time, Cassie, to get I, you to learn how to let's read. Let's get you hooked I'm on phonics. Try. If, we'll see if it works in a week. Uh, hooked on phonics, sponsor me. It'll be a miracle. I, your family, though, with their like addictive personality, I don't want you hooked on anything. I know. Even that's phonics. Wh- that's why I told them. I was like, I don't know how to read, but there's this thing that can help me. And they were like, get it the fuck out of this house. I, can you imagine you at an AA meeting talking about how hooked on phonics you are? <laughs> Ryan? Dangerous. <laughs> well, you can find... The Earth Prime Saga, uh, anywhere at your local comic. Next show is Superman and Lois. This week on Superman and Lois, Jordan goes to Lana to beg to tell his secret to Sarah. Meanwhile, Mike may have been onto something because Allie drains all of the power Superman has and Superman's heart stops. Taste Buds, I ask you this. Do you think this is the end of Superman and the beginning of the Superboy show? Ooh, that... I don't know if... We're going to completely lose Superman yet, but I feel like we we might lose Superman with his superpowers. Like, I believe that portion. 
And just, he's just dad? It's just dad. I feel like because this episode mostly focused on like how good of a dad he is. And that's where I was like, something's going to go wrong because mm-hmm. Clark is being a great dad to Jordan and Jonathan. Like he's doing something's wrong. He's, here. he's <laughs> doing There's a dad like, being a dad on screen. <laughs> this is the most unbelievable part of the show. He's like really attentive, listening to what they're saying, like trying to help them out, like teaching Jordan how to use his powers and how to fly. I was like, there's something bad's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And Allie Alston, Allie, whatever the fuck her last name is, just comes and drains the fuck out of him. And he's on the floor, literally dead. And you see he has he flatlines. Lois is there screaming as he's dead. And I was like, fuck, they just killed Superman. This makes sense because a lot of tweets in my Twitter feed are people saying they would love to drain the fuck out of that daddy. Yeah. Tyler Hawkland. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, that's the only reason why I think. Superman will still be here. Maybe he won't be super, but he'll still be here. That's what you can't get rid of. Tyler, Tyler. Hoechlin. He's like, like such a good Superman. He he's so great. And I think this episode really gave you that that awesome look at him as a dad being awesome. And then also being a great Superman, too, to the town. But, I, I think they and this is we can blame this on Zack Snyder, but I think that he is basically surpassed all other Supermen except for Christopher Reeve as like, well. Yeah, yeah. You're forgetting. You're oh, forgetting. Beef Wellington. <laughs> Monsieur Beef Wellington. I, right, we're talking about Superman, not, not Clark. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I never want to forget our beefy boy, Tom Wellington. But um, yeah, like he just has all. He has it all. Yeah. He he does it really well, and the way that he balances his daddiness is, is very good. But he also is a bad dad a lot of the times, and I love how they show that. Like he fucks up so much. This episode, he has a heart to heart with Jonathan about how he's like, "I know I've screwed up. I know I've done bad, and that's the hardest part about being a dad." Is like, "I know I'm messing up, and I'm messing up your life." And like the way he gets so real with his son and like gets through to him, and it's like, "Ah, oh, fuck." something's happening uh, uh, and then we get more daddies in this episode it's just a whole episode of daddies um, <laughs> even more daddies even more daddies because General Lane is trying to protect Lucy because Lucy is Allie's number two and she is trying to keep all of the followers here while Allie is still gone because no one knows that she's merged with her other self um, and he like cuffs himself to Lucy and he's like you're not going anywhere until I get you back because I want my I want my daughter back I'll do anything for you so we got we got another daddy um was there I do know of another daddy on the show and that's Kyle like, mm. the worst daddy. there was another daddy Cassie, Kyle. Caitlin wasn't even gonna bring him up why did you do I, that I, I you're like you. the teacher who says you forgot to assign homework so <laughs> last week we know Kyle took his daughter to a, uh, the bar where his mistress was yep um, Jesus Christ <laughs> to play to play i need real dad representation and <laughs> kyle's always here for me <laughs> so kyle did that this episode lana got mad because she's like you brought my daughter to a bar number one number two it was the bar where your mistress was at i've never um, related more to the show in my life yeah <laughs> and lana's like super stressed because she just learned the the whole secret behind clark too she's it just, she takes it out on on her daughter and she feels really bad because she's mm. like her daughter did well at the thing but she's just mad at kyle, um, kyle. but kyle's like why don't we sit together and be like a family so this, they have a little family dinner together it's a, a take her out to Chili's and it's gonna fix it all you know, the time. local diner <laughs> um, i just I, I you can hear you can feel kyle being like what the fuck is her problem i just took my daughter to a bar <laughs> where, my, where my mistress is he, it literally because sarah goes to him she's like mom didn't really like it he's like oh shit i thought i thought about that oh <laughs> <laughs> i guess i shouldn't have brought you to a bar shouldn't i mm. Beans you, on me. 
What if classic Kyle phrase beans on me? Uh, what if she drains her friend's powers and they go into Kyle? <laughs> and it's Super Kyle. And he literally calls himself Super Kyle. Kyle and Lois. That's the new show. Kyle. <laughs> I'm Kyle. We actually have another daddy in this, which is John Henry. Oh yeah. He's just disappointed in his daughter because she's too smart. <laughs> she's smart as shit. It's exactly. She's too smart. <laughs> she made a super suit that's stronger than his and his and com- he's disappointed. His computer's in her talking down on him. She's like, hers is impenetrable. He's like, it can't be. I'm gonna destroy it. He tries to destroy her thing so she doesn't join him. He, I thought this was a good guy. Uh, yeah. No, yeah. this is for a dad, he is. Yeah. This is like, you know that whole thing where parents are like, I just want you to have a better life than I did? Yeah. That's bullshit. They, they want you to have a worse one. Yeah. He's like, I'm protecting you by destroying all this technology <laughs> that you You're made. protecting yourself, yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> so in the end, her, her suit is impenetrable, so she gets to wear it anyways because he can't destroy it. Love that. She's like, I thought it would be. <laughs> it's amazing. She'll be fucking hooking up with Kyle soon. <laughs> Natalie is 15. Well, I, again, he I'm was. talking about Kyle. Here. Oh, no. That's not on her. That's on Kyle, though. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was a Wild Daddy episode. I, uh, Clark's heart does start at the very end of the episode because Natalie comes in with her super suit and does restart his heart, and he's barely alive, and they fly him over to the DOD. So that's how we end that. And then Allie is becoming like Chris Evans in like the Avengers and pulling the two worlds together, trying to merge them. Hell yeah. That's how we end it. Is Clark heavy? Heavy to yeah. like lift. Yeah, does like, he weigh like two hundred pounds or is he like three tons? Because he's I w- Superman. I don't know if Superman. He's a man of steel, but I don't know if it feels like steel. Because <gasps> I, I guess he walks on normal floors and doesn't fall yeah, through. Yeah, that's and he, true. Like, and you know, like Lois can like hug him and not like die. Yeah, <laughs> and they did have sex. And they yeah. Uh, actually, we'll probably find out that Jordan and Jonathan's dad, Kyle. Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> the whole town is <laughs> actually Kyle. <laughs> it's all Kyle's. Um, do you got a moment of the week? Uh, yes, I do. There is a moment uh, that it, it was there was a lot of great like one liners, but Jordan goes to Lana to ask like for permission because Lana now knows like, can I tell Sarah I love Sarah? I want to explain to her like why she's so mad at me, why I've been so distant. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want us to be broken up anymore. And Lana gets super upset and says Sarah would be more safe. Uh, Sarah, Sarah will never be safe with you in her life. And like just goes off on Jordan, mm-hmm. and it was so fucking savage because the, the the actor <laughs> that plays Jordan, like it was so sad seeing him like beg, like please, like I just want to, like I just want to tell her the truth. Just let me. Mm. She's like, no. And then the yeah. harder you plead, the more crazy you look. Yeah, and the more they say no to you. I think what was the most heartbreaking was right after that he was like, "You're right," and then walks away like uh, sobbing, this, and then sits on a park uh, bench like. Did he go stare off a cliff? No, he sat on a park bench <laughs> in the center of Smallville. <laughs> so he's a teen, so he's it's park bench to cliff. He's a teen, like, <laughs> and I felt so much of like young, like Clark, like Smallville Clark, and mm-hmm. I, I love that. So that was my favorite. That's my moment of the week. Perfect. I feel like anytime Superman and Lois harkens back to Smallville, that yeah. might be your That's going to be her. Yeah. Yeah. Got me. Uh, Superman and Lois is Tuesdays on The CW. Our next show is The Flash. This week on The Flash called Keep It Dark, uh, we have, you know, Killer Frost. Caitlin is trying to bring back Killer Frost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she's like, scraps all of her shit. She's like, 
not going to do that anymore. So I'm glad that we talked about this so long previously. Um, guys, guess what? There's another speedster. Another, another, piece? another speedster. That's the thousandth speedster. Yeah, hey. they did it. Yeah, so they got another fast person. And uh, let's see. There's there's some other crazy things. There's Sunshine and Dr. Light in this episode. which Two separate guys? Sunshine and Dr. Light? Yes, correct. Would you, if you, if you had the powers of light, would you call yourself just you, Sunshine and Dr. Light? Would yeah. you give yourself two names? If, yeah. But Sunshine and Dr. Light, I don't know if you know who they are. Do you think they're good or bad? Bad. I think they sing 70s music. That's exactly what I thought, too. But no, they're bad. <laughs> <laughs> they're bad, and they're trying to get Barry. Uh, and a lot of other things do happen on this episode as well. And uh, you should tune into The Flash, I think. Wednesday's on the CW. Yep. <laughs> Our last show of the week is The Boys. This week, for review, we are focusing on just the first two episodes of The Boys. When Mike returns next week, we'll take a deeper dive on all four of the first episodes. In the first episode, Vought is working overtime to redeem Homelander's reputation after it turns out his girlfriend was a Nazi. The boys are spread out now with Butcher, Frenchie, and Kamiko running things, Huey now working for the government and for a head exploder, and Mother's Milk giving normal life a try. The second episode centers around the televised Homelander birthday special, which doesn't go great. Ending in Homelander saying he did love a Nazi, he is the hero, and he's simply simply better than everyone else. Taste buds, I ask you this. You guys did not watch it, famously. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, do you want to hear a part the part about the urethra? Oh <laughs> my god. I heard yeah. there's a lot of dicks. Yeah, I, I drop it. I do want to know. Alright, so a lot happened in these two episodes. Fantastic. I uh, like let me say, this is one of the best shows on television, and you two are You stupid. always say that. You fucking always say that. I did not in the first season. I thought the first season was fine. Second season was great. Mm. This mm. is continuing. All right. Anyway, um the first like case that we're on with Frenchie and Kamiko, uh, <laughs> they are to stop the termite, who is Ant Man. <laughs> termite shrinks down, uh his boyfriend pulls out his dick and puts it on the table. Termite shrinks down. <laughs> And all we see in the background is a giant, giant penis. Oh, my God. And Termite, I don't know why you guys aren't watching the show. Termite says, yes, baby, I will hook you up. Uh, Climbs into the urethra and just starts tickling the skin inside the dick. But then, because he just did coke, sneezes, goes back to big, and explodes the guy he's inside. Oh, my God. And it is bloody. Guys, there's a lot of blood and guts in this show. Yeah, I know how the boys do. This um, this is um, textbook boys. This is exactly what I expected. If I ran up to. and I was like, Cassie, come up with a scene from the boys right now. Just make it up. You'd be like, uh, urethra. Ant-Man goes inside a dick, uh, sneezes because he did cocaine, uh, kills the dude. Holy uh, shit. <laughs> That's gold. Let me write that down. Um, I know how big and broad this is and how it sounds. but. <laughs> the dick was I mean if How you're broad? Ant-Man it's a big broad dick uh, but I, I, like there's a lot of stuff going on like the whole how the media conglomerate runs all of media but also the government but also everyone like I think it's they're doing interesting things uh, Butcher goes I think it's yeah Butcher goes to an NRA NRA meeting oh no and goes to the metal detector he's like oh shit sorry and pulls out his gun and they're like Cool gun, bro. Hand it back to him. Go ahead. Enter. And then it's just a bunch of kids playing with guns. And like there's, you know, pink guns and blue guns for kids to play with. All this stuff is not like they don't hang a lantern on any of it. It, It's just really quick 
And there's so much going on where like it is sort of tackling all of our issues right now. I know that there are people that are watching this that are pieces of shit people who are like, yeah, this Can't is backing up my yes. And they're like, yeah, this is this is doing what I believe. But I think that's because they're very dumb. They are. They are very dumb. Yeah. But it Can we is, just we'll just agree that they're fucking dumb. They're fucking dumb. Yeah. For sure. Um what I do know about this season uh, is that it does have Jensen Ackles. Yes. Which I still don't know what that is. Is that like a Just handcuff <laughs> brand or? It's a disease, actually. It is? Yeah. I have it Jensen runs... Ackles. <laughs> it runs deep and it's hard to get rid of. Uh, is, was... Actually, you, I think you can't say that about the actor. <laughs> was, How uh, long has he been on TV? Forever. Like longer than uh, Kenan Thompson, right? Like, like yeah. The whole, Yes. <laughs> Um, but was he in, did we get him right off the beginning or is he, has he made his entrance yet? Barely. Barely. Yeah. yeah so yeah. he is Captain America. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but they, like, he's just, uh, like they go to a Captain America show at Disneyland, Vought World, mm-hmm. and they see a little movie about him. His name is Soldier Boy, which. Yeah. Crank that. Yeah. Soldier Boy, that hoe. <laughs> uh, I had a lot of jokes to make that my wife didn't understand, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm sure he's going to be a bigger part, but what Soldier Boy... I mean, like, what it means to make a Captain America, you know? And I guess the first Avenger dealt with this a little bit, about how we really need you for propaganda, and it's not about fighting crime, it's about boosting morale, and all of the stuff that comes with that. The first Avenger did an okay job with. I think the boys is going to go a little deeper and darker with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Find all those... Them boys. <laughs> them boys. Um... I'm happy that Mike will be here next week with you. Yeah, um, and you guys, I mean, it's the main event, so. Oh. I guess I'm calling out next week. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if fucking Mike can do it, then. Let's do it whenever. I, Cassie, you and I do this. We've been doing this, like, twice a year for three years now. Every yeah. Like, twice a year for three years, you've been like, this is actually a pretty good show. Nope, never mind. Fuck it. I hate it. <laughs> it's not, like, it's well written. I, I fucking, like, I can't describe the amount of, like, displeasure how, like like how shitty i feel after watching it like I legit like it's a bad fucking time how i feel after watching this it's like i really enjoyed doing that heroin but afterwards i felt a little I nauseous feel, i felt not great <laughs> like i know they are it's good writing it's excellent acting all around um it's a wild time it's a it's a like the quality is there it's fucking shit it's well. a- <laughs> you walk out kind of feeling dirty yeah like i feel dirty for watching it even like though- when my dad aka kyle took me to a bar to meet his mistress like i have this same like i'm reliving that every time i watch the boys and i don't like that feeling <laughs> but i do want to go to your moment of the week ryan what do you got oh man i have so many um homelander saves a uh person every year on his birthday just oh. saves a random person so this time it's uh, a woman is about to jump off a building and he's like hey i'm homelander you're my one my, you're my annual birthday save so congratulations i'm gonna save you but then finds out that actually stormfront stormfront is in the beginning of this she actually survived she is just a torso oh. with one arm oh. which homelander uses to mm-hmm. as she's laying in the bed homelander uses that arm to drink himself off and uh, she kills herself. She bites her tongue off just to not be around Homelander anymore. Mm-hmm. This news breaks as Homelander is uh, trying to save this girl from committing suicide. And he's like, you know what? Life is bullshit. You humans are bullshit. I don't even have a birthday. I was born in a test tube. 
uh, fucking kill yourself. The, all the news is there to film like his big annual birthday save. And she's like, well, I don't want to anymore. I, I don't want to. I want to live. Mm-hmm. And he's like, too bad. Makes his eyes burn. Uh, like she, he's going to you know, shoot her with laser eyes. And then she jumps off to a horrifying death. Like she splatters on the ground. But that's not actually my moment of the week. Mm-hmm. My moment of the week is um, Stormfront... It, the, the movie or the episode starts with a Zack Snyder esque version of the Seven, like the movie that they actually make. Mm-hmm. And Stormfront is a Nazi and can't be in this movie. So guess who they got to play Stormfront? Spoilers, by the way. Who? Clea. Do you guys know who Clea is in the Marvel universe? No, no. Clea is in the comic books Doctor Strange's future wife. Who, come, oh. who comes in at the end of Multiverse of Badness. Okay, that's what I thought. The one in purple. The one in purple. Who looks like she's in a costume that we made tonight in six minutes. Just in terrible purple costume. Uh, she plays Stormfront. That is Charlize Theron. And uh, is less of a Nazi, I guess, than Aya Cash. <laughs> a little less. I want to say I was maybe interested in watching The Boys. And you described that one scene. And I, yeah. brought, like, I got all the feelings again. And I... I hate it. Yeah. yeah. It's it's awful. It's a bad show. Uh, it's a good show. It's a terrible show. It's Fridays <laughs> on Amazon. <laughs> that is it for the pool list. Coming up next, something good. Let's talk about X-Taz. <laughs> Welcome to X-Taz Mania, bitch. A mini show within a show where we take an in-depth episode-by-episode look at Fox's seminal and underrated early morning soap opera from the mid-90s X-Men, the animated series. On Proteus Part 2, we pick right, up where, right back where we left off with Kevin on a mission to find... His piece of shit politician dad who hates him for being a mutant. And you guys, literally, when we start this, it is Wolverine uh, being sad because he was ripped apart. Squatting, crying. Mm-hmm. Squatting, crying. Um, he does manage to stand, and then he goes over to a tree and hugs it? Finds mm-hmm. comfort in the tree? I don't know. The tree was his little buddy. Is Wolverine every man or just the best man? <laughs> <laughs> He's all the best parts of man in one man. <laughs> is Wolverine. Um, but then we do see like, once, you know, we got Wolverine brooding and then we're like uh, Professor X is like, we gotta go say what's up to Shitty Joe and give him a warning. And I'm like, okay, that's crazy. But that's their mission. And we cut to Kevin, who is trying to find Papa, but instead finds the X-Men. You know, this is just another example of the white man protecting the white man. No matter what, we have to go and warn Joe. That's what Professor X's thing is. The whole time, it's always like, Because a white guy might get embarrassed. He might. Hey, the, this TV is going to be there, and he does have a mutant son. So uh, let's protect that guy. So it is a bad time. Um <laughs> But we do have, like, once um, we do have, like, Kevin searching out, but he finds the X-Men, and Mama tries to talk to him, and he just freaks the fuck out. And, like, he turns it into, like, what I would describe as, like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle vibes. It, it t- he turns the whole area in, like, into a sewer, essentially. Mutagen, ecto-cooler. Ecto-cooler, all over, that, all over that bitch. But he is, I do like every time they show him with a power, like, the animators are just like, what if he did this this time? Yeah. They're bored and they're drawing whatever they want. He but. turned like the water into a solid, like slippery ground and threw Professor X all over the place, all over that. Yeah, that guy was out of his chair more than a, <laughs> more than a Catholic on uh, Catholic on Tuesday. <laughs> yes, <laughs> teamwork. Great work, guys. Man, Catholics on Tuesdays. 
Um, but once we do, we do catch up with Joe at some point, and um, we do find out why Joe left um, his beautiful boy and the opinions he has on him, and it is because he was a mutant child. So there, there's not even like a well, you know, I was young, I didn't want to have a kid. It's like no, he's a fucking dirty mutant, and I'm out. <laughs> yep, he doesn't like. There's like. You know, for a man, there's not him trying to justify anything for mm-hmm. it. He is just straight up like, no, that one's a mutant, so I left it. <laughs> <laughs> I left it, we got a divorce, I ended things. That's how it goes. And then I move on. Your Honor, Your Honor, is this microphone on? <clears throat> he was a mutant and I left him. My case is closed. Goodbye. <laughs> Thank you. I have two actual children now. Look at them. <laughs> Look at them. This one has a bowl cut. I will talk about how much I love them constantly because they are not mutants. And if they were, I would not love them. I actually fucking hate them. Uh, but we do have uh, the X-Men do go to talk to him. And that's when, like, I think we have everybody in Daddy's house at this point. Like, mm. I think Kevin's there uh, just trying to find him surfing through the carpet essentially everywhere. And then um, we just hear, like, they the X-Men are all on protection duty for Joe, which is a bummer. And they are not about it. Yeah, Daddy Joe, um, who is a dirty politician, just like, I can't have my 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 son that I don't even want anyways coming up and ruining my press. Like there's going to be it's so always many cameras campaign there. Season. Yeah. I, the, they're putting in their votes tomorrow. I need to look good. He cannot ruin this for me. Just go away. Make this go away. So he gets like bodyguards and stuff. I'm confused by the amount of press conferences this man has. <laughs> in this one. was a 20 minute episode. <laughs> he has seven press conferences. Like I know I'm not in like politics and I'm not running for anything. So I don't Yet. I don't know the proper amount of press conferences, but I don't think it's back to back stacked like five in a row for it's a It's for a day every day for the rest of your life. <laughs> But we do have, um, in this, we do get a little bit more Rogue's background where we get to flashback. Once she hears that Daddy doesn't like him because uh, he's a mutant, we cut to Rogue's, who's like, this sounds familiar. So last week, Cassie, we had one of the best flashbacks of all time. It was a 17-minute flashback <laughs> <laughs> of all of Professor X's and Moira's marriages and divorces. All five of them, him getting dumped during a war <laughs> through a letter. <laughs> but it did fit in with the story. Yeah. This Rogue One was like... Rogue One. <laughs> it's a Star Wars story. Uh, this Rogue One, um, she, somebody just says something that reminds her of her dad in the middle of a battle, and she's like, my daddy. And then we have a flashback here. I don't know if it fit in with everything. Not fully. It didn't no. really fit in, and it was so short. Yeah. So short. And also, yet too long. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know if we needed this one. I feel like we kind of assumed this like this is we know this about you we always assumed her dad had a crop top like dad wears crop top and rolls those cigarettes up in his sleeve i knew that about your dad 100 percent. and when we watched this in the pop filter movie theater holding hands as we do mm. um i said something weird uh, i don't know why that guy's shirt is so short and you guys were like why is that shirt not shorter you wanted yeah, to see more reason. of road daddy skin yes. yeah because he's giving me just a little bit of poop air i want full <laughs> full poop i'm air. sorry did you say poop air <laughs> <laughs> yeah full poop hair is what like, i want the, no like no we do need to talk about seriously though if you poop with the bathroom door open poop air will get onto your toothbrush and you will put that in your mouth yeah. guys poop particles are a real thing it's yeah. real and you brush your teeth with shit every day know that so that's just our little psa for you um wash your toothbrush or you know keep it in a separate room get or a- just fucking wipe your ass with your toothbrush because you're basically <laughs> doing that anyway 
Turn it on if it's electric toothbrush. Oh, no. Get there. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Caitlin, any comment? <laughs> okay, everyone's going to have just a squeaky clean little butthole. <laughs> Perfect. That's exactly what Plus I wanted from you. fucking cum everywhere. <laughs> now I must go on to X-Taz. Um, so, yeah, there is... When we do... They're protecting him right before a campaign. He goes on to his big campaign moment, and that is when Kevin... He just lets a dude kind of walk up on stage that Kevin is possessing, and then it, you know, he turn, like, turns into his little blob thing, and he was like, what the fuck is happening during my campaign right now? And, um... Honestly, like it was a pretty chill for for it being a whole thing. Like no security came up really. Like it was a chill time. What is your job security? This feels like the time for security to come up on stage. <laughs> yeah. They like, where, this... Why were you hired? There was a singular man walking up on stage and everybody was like, This seems good. This is fine. <laughs> it's fine. He seems he seems good. <laughs> <laughs> Let this one pass. Again, I feel like everybody just wants Joe to die, and I'm here for this. Um but yeah. Well then vote for his opponent then. Like why? Why aren't we all like talking about who Joe is running against? No idea. He probably loves me, and that's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, during I think it's during this time we do get Wolverine because they're like, "Hey, this kid is uh, Kevin has a full freak out uh, moment, and he does have like a wild series of attacks on this one. This is where he like kind of loses it, and that's when Myra's like, "I got to go talk to Kevin," and Wolverine's like, "Or we murder him yet again." Mm. Yes. My man Wolverine always coming through with this. But then we find out that um, what Myra left to do is possibly destroy her son. Xavier just kind of drops. is like, well, she's probably going to, like, take care of her kid. Like, Is that a mother's responsibility? Like, if you're the mother of a serial killer, is it up to you? She's to- like, I know his weakness. I know how we trained him. I can get the thing that will not only just train him. It will destroy him now. Yeah. And I don't know, like, it's still your baby boy. You're, the dad already hates this baby boy. Like, do you both need to hate this baby boy? Yeah. No, you're like, that dad has the right idea. Let's hate this baby boy. <laughs> Let's hate, if it doesn't work, he's going to definitely come back to us. It'll be fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we do have, this is where another press conference comes in. He, mm-hmm. the one gets attacked, um, a little bit of downtime, second conference. And Joe's just like, wasn't that crazy? Anyway, here's my platform. And importantly, anytime Kevin's around, here's my platform. But before that, I love my kids, specifically my two children, <laughs> only my two children that I have. I uh, love my children and I'm going to protect all of your children, I think was his platform. And we're all family and uh, yeah. nobody else. I love children. children. If, you, if you've got like a 19 year old child. No, I know. I would hate that. But my two children and your children. Absolutely. Perfect. Love them. Um, but we do have Kevin obviously here to attack this one, too. And that's when like they're. Xavier tells him to step down and he just tries to talk to Kevin. Um, this is where Xavier tries the technique of let me be the daddy, I believe. Yeah. Let me be your sensitive daddy who can talk to you is what they tried. And it it took a couple tries for this to work. This was weird because also Joe, which is Kevin's dad, was like to Xavier, why don't you be his dad? Mm-hmm. And it's like, what? You can't just like, you can't just be like you over there, sir. You are now the dad. <laughs> You're a mutant. Take care of this one. Also, I have seen this not work before. Um, the Professor X in Multiverse of Madness is this Professor X. Yeah. As we could tell by a little guitar riff that happened. <laughs> and when he went into this weird mind world with Wanda, it ended with his neck getting broken. So Yeah. Spoiler. Sorry. Spoiler, Ryan. I'm so sorry. God. Spoiler alert. 30 seconds ago. <laughs> But yeah, we do have Xavier trying to talk to him. Xavier doesn't get it. And then Wolverine's like, what if I got a shot? And that was the most shocking moment 
to have seen. Like Wolverine went from I'm a kill this kid to let me try to talk to this kid. Wild. Did he? Uh, no, no he, he just got blown away. He just straight yeah. up got thrown into a wall. Mm-hmm. He's five foot two. Get that fucking guy out of here. Get him uh. the fuck out. And that's when Xavier's like, one final shot, let me put him in my mind. And this is where you guys, the most touching moment comes after their little mind moment. He's like, trust me, touch my hands and see my true intentions. <laughs> and then touch my thigh while you're at it. Sonny. <laughs> inner thigh, right? Yeah, yes. Inner, of course, obviously. It, that goes without saying. <laughs> That was not a bad Professor X. Thank you. <laughs> Your eyebrows were all over the place. <laughs> I became bald, too. It was fun. Really get into character. Uh, but he does, when we come to, um, Kevin is, you know, once they, I don't know, unmerge, Kevin's just hugging Charles, because like, that's how you know they've healed, I guess. Cassie, yeah. not the last time that an older gentleman will hold Kevin in his arms. <laughs> Sit on my what lap, the Kevin. Fuck? <laughs> Kevin, uh, did we just say Kevin is 19? I think 19. I, I, just, I thought like, he was 15. Still. He's young. Too old to be in an, uh, in 20 minutes, yeah. be held by a series of older <laughs> men. Yes. It's literally like, he's like, you're all healed now. You're, you found inner peace. And then his dad, because cameras are there, are like, wow, my son, let me, uh, I forgive you for being a mutant, essentially. Will you forgive me? I feel like this episode was so detrimental to people who have daddy issues it's like <laughs> if i believe hard enough one yeah. daddy will put me on in their lap and then another daddy will carry me off into the sunset like two daddies two daddies <laughs> i walked away not just with one daddy but two daddies today it was like all the time we're like my daddy will come back and like this one did and not only did he come back he bridal swept him up in his arms and yep. carried him across a threshold uh, yes. maybe Prote- maybe kevin's mutant power is fucking coming up with sheer fantasy bullshit because yeah. you don't deserve a daddy much less two daddies you son of a bitch son of we a did bitch. see when he was you know when dead joe was like i accept you kevin i love you boy there's like cameras going off and and obviously videographers like the press is there so i mean he's doing it for the press but yeah. we don't get a clear like the show doesn't say that when uh, he gets out of the building and the cameras aren't filming anymore. Uh, Joe probably him. dropped him and been like, probably dropped "Get away from him. me, you fucking dirty son!" <laughs> he was like, "I'm dirty now because I touched you." Uh, you tell anyone about this, I will have you killed. <laughs> <laughs> then we do cut to. We don't deal with any of those daddy issues. We don't deal with how the whole X team was like. He did say he's sorry. Go with him now. This is good for you. And um, we just cut to Kevin training and Wolverine being a sad boy brooding over a cliff because oh we didn't like. Wolverine did have a little PTSD moment uh, back when, like, they were like, Kevin was fucking shit up, and he was like, he literally was just like, no, I can't. Rogue says, hey, Wolverine, like, we're on a team. We're basically a military unit. Like, this happens to all of us. And Wolverine says, it it doesn't happen to me. (laughs) And stares off a cliff, and that is our episode. That is the wrap-up. That's part two to this. Which means... uh, What what is the lesson there? I don't know. Like, first of all, it happens (laughs) to Wolverine constantly. Second of all... I don't like. Is the cure to going through something traumatic just staring off a cliff? Also, like what? Like Kevin isn't good. Kevin's still fucked yeah. up. Like, so we, you guys didn't actually solve anything. There was nothing. And was... Joe McTaggart is like totally redeemed his reputation. Yeah. So he's going to become a politician and like be totally fine. Yeah. But it was a pretty X Men. You fucked it all up again. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Uh, but we're here to fix it with the awards. Let's go to our first one, which is going to be most '90s thing. Ryan, what do you got for it? Oh, uh, I had uh, had a, I had one brewing because everything was turning into green slime, uh-huh. and I don't know if you guys 
lived through the 90s, but everything was about mm-hmm. the green slime. God, you get slimed on Nickelodeon? Yeah. lit. Bravo, A&E, all the channels. All of it. Uh, but no, that's not it, though, Cassie. It's okay. the fact that everyone moves through surfing. Like, there's a point it's where somebody, uh, Proteus, brings up, like, grass and surfs on a wave of grass. Uh-huh. Everyone's surfing the entire time. Yeah. yeah. Surfing is 90s as fuck. It's fucking radical, bro. Uh, Caitlin, what do you got for it? My most 90 things is actually, it's going to be daddy issues. Um, That's timeless. It is no, we cured it in the 90s, Cassie. <laughs> I think it's the denial of daddy issues that is uh, the true 90s thing. Because like, there was so much, so much here. Yeah. And then by the end, the daddy was the real hero. Um, so the daddy issues are the writing of the daddies and how they're just redeemed. You got to redeem the daddies. Yeah. Uh, for most 90s thing, I just have that politics are being about saving the whales, I believe, because yes! when you check in with the people in the town, um, this dude is just talking about how he wants to save the whales, so he It's not vote. the whales. It's whales. The... Oh. Yeah, the part of, like, the, the United Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why would he have to save whales, though? He's trying to sa- Why would he have to save the whales? Because, like, Mother Nature, like, the Earth is dying, and, like... Do you guys eat whales, by the way? No. No? Okay. So your name's not Dale and you don't eat whales? No. Okay. Thanks, though. Uh-huh. <laughs> but uh, I guess that makes more sense. Yeah, it's 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 the part of the United Kingdom. Mm. That's interesting. They Oops. shouldn't have used that one. <laughs> it was so one. confusing. <laughs> you can't. Because it's the same name as like a big As like a big thing in the ocean. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like Moby Dick. And that's what <laughs> actually needs to be saved. So whatever. I'm giving that point to me. Great job, Cassie. <laughs> Our next award is Best Gasp Line. Caitlin, what do you got for it? There is a moment where we see Beast reading a book and the book is blurred out. And I gasp because it's like, Did what? we look that up? No, no. I, I wanted to, but I have not looked up what Beast's book actually was. Because whatever it was, Disney was like, you will not know what this is. Yeah, Big Mouse put a stop to that one. Yeah. And like the in the original, like it is a big part of it because there is a close up on it and it stops on the book. And yeah. like Disney made the conscious choice to be like, we're not scrubbing this. We're just blurring it and leaving the scene in. We are censoring the shit shit out of this book right now it's wild and oh. this is like this is uh, a random episode of the x-men yeah. animated series in season four and they were like oh hell no oh not on. no we are blurring this shit <laughs> not our children we're today. blurring this shit like it's song number two <laughs> uh ryan what do you got for it for what for best gap guess be- oh i uh, rogue is uh she's like on security she's like watching things and she's like, oh, God, I'm watching so much slime. I need to take a shower. <sighs> but, but, can yeah, you, can yeah, you even Ryan. imagine what that would be like? Yeah, Ryan? Uh-huh. Absolutely not. <laughs> My best well, I mean, I'm in competition with Caitlin, right? Yeah. For the point? Yeah. It's for sure. It's like neck and neck. I don't know which way I'm going to go. You. I'm really tied up on it. Uh, for best cast one, I do have right after that line where the dude's like, I got to save whales, which is about the <laughs> the uh, ocean creature. The girl who was like walking home from the bar with him was like, those politics won't get you very far and it won't get you far with me either. Mm-hmm. And yeah. my bitch is so sassy and so confident. I had to gasp. I was so <laughs> proud of her. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan, the point's obviously not going to you. So what the fuck? <laughs> it's going to go to Caitlin. I want to, uh, based on what you just said, uh, Cassie, I want to go to Wikipedia and change the entire page of whale. Uh-huh. Delete all words and just have ocean <laughs> creature. 
Good. And that's Ocean all it says. Creature. I and then it. at the end of that, good. <laughs> They're mysterious. We don't know much about them. Um, the our next award is going to be best use of power. Ryan, what do you got for it? I think I have to go with Proteus, who has all of them. He has all the power. He does have all whatever he wants, essentially. Yeah. And so, like the whole thing is his imagination. But like, really, he could just make. Uh, Land, water, and water, land. Or slime. Or slime, Whenever if that's what wants. you're into. Electricity. He got it all. He got it all. Surf through a wall. Caitlin, what do you got for it? Uh, my best use of power is actually going to be the power of fashion, which Wolverine uses. Um, oh, come Sick-ass on. fucking bolo tie. He fucking does. He's he's like... Leather jacket, leather cowboy hat. He has a... The bolo tie he has is like a the skull of some sort of animal. Five bucks, five bucks steed, for sure. Mm, yes. <laughs> I know what that is, uh, and I've never seen Wolverine like this before. And it he, was just yeah. a gentleman, a just gallant a, gentleman. He's like, I have PTSD now, so I gotta look good. <laughs> <laughs> and he does, and I do like that. So the, the, scene the power they, of fashion. <laughs> the scene they cut was like all the ladies he fucking pulled at that event. Yeah. Like they they didn't show it, but he he got mad women at that one. You guys have weird taste. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for best use of power, kind of along the lines of Ryan, I do have um, one of Proteus's powers that I didn't know is that he could summon hell. We, I think we determined. <laughs> yep, he opened a little hell hole. <laughs> it was just like, at first it was just like, here's like like a pothole in the ground. But then flames came out of it. Yeah. So I do think he summoned hell. Based on his powers, I don't know if he made that hole look like it was hell. Or literally yeah. made, a, made a hole to hell. Yeah. Um, Which if you dig straight down, it's supposed to go to China. Yeah, not hell, but not hell. Hell's in the center of the earth. He doesn't know that yet. <laughs> um, gonna give that point to me. Great job, me. Uh, our next award is gonna be LVP. Caitlin, what do you got for it? Uh, I for my LVP, it's gonna be the daddy. It's Joe McTaggart for just being just a bad dad. Bad you dad. Know, he's caring more about his job than his son, mm. and um, you know he was just carrying his boy for publicity. So. Uh, he did apologize at the end, and if any dude apologizes after a life of terrible things, it's totally fine. You got to forgive him yeah. for that. It's a big, big progress for them. McDaggart. <laughs> uh, Ryan, what do you got? Uh, mine is Wolverine, not just for his disgusting clothes yeah. of leather cowboy daddy, but also um, he was on a log when the ground <laughs> was liquid. Yeah. And then he turned it into solid. And that was the ultimate thing because Wolverine fell over so hard. Yeah. Once the log was just on ground. You know what? You guys can stand on a log when it's on solid ground. That's fine. Yeah. But no, it fucks him up. Yeah. It like, he goes sideways. It's like he tried to like launch off it. I don't know what this log got my boy. Like, also with Wolverine being the biggest fucking piece of shit as far as needing therapy and not dealing with any emotions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's um I have Wolverine for LVP as well just because he he didn't do anything. He was just a mess and he won't accept that he's a mess and it's just really Called Rogue Cornpone. Yeah. No, he did. There were so many phrases where I was like, I don't know what this means, but I'm uncomfortable and Blue I don't, boy. I don't love Blue this. Yeah. Cornpone. Um, <laughs> I feel like I just said a nasty word. Yeah, it doesn't feel good. That's very racist, Caitlin. <laughs> but Ryan, you know the rules. If you have the same one as me, you get the point. Um, our final award is going to be MVP. Ryan, what do you got for it? Um, what is the thing that Professor X, who will never be my MVP, motherfucker falls out of a chair more than a <laughs> Catholic <laughs> on Tuesday. So, uh, no, he's not going to be it. But what does Professor X want to do the entire time? Talk. My MVP is talking. Just sit down with your dad, have a conversation. Sit down with your son, 
Everyone. Sit down with everyone. Have a conversation. Just sit yeah. the fuck My down. My MVP is talking. It's beautiful, Ryan. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. And men everywhere should listen to that. <laughs> mm. How great of you. Uh, Caitlin, what's your MVP? My MVP is going to be uh, Kevin's mom for offering to kill her own child. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, oh, let me go back to my lab. I'm going to get this fucked up contraption and it will murder my son. Well, She's like, Scot- oh, no. <laughs> in Scotland, you can have an abortion up to 17 years after the birth. <laughs> But it's got to be in some wacky way. Like, it, it's got to be some weird. She was like, Charles, I need to give my son an abortion. <laughs> um, for MVP, it should be their accents because it fucking bangs. Yeah, I loved it. Um, I do have, for some reason, at um, Joe's second press conference, there is what I believe to be a church choir in the front row. Mm-hmm. And they had a good old laugh at when Joe said that that he cares about his children and everyone else's children and the choir just laughed so they're my MVP so wait hold on I'm sorry the MVP are the snuggy wearing front row four gentlemen with mustaches yeah who just like I don't know I don't know their purpose at this press conference they confused me and they also like I got a good chuckle when they laughed at him so they're my MVP but I guess like Ryan from your reaction I guess it's not a good pick Um, (laughs) I was just clarifying (laughs) And like you know, we gotta we gotta have men know to talk. And you're out here spreading the good word. And in in honor of Proteus Part Two, where we just gotta forgive men and the the terrible dads, I'm gonna give you the point. I appreciate uh, that. You're not gonna go with mommy murder. Mommy murder is very good. I do want to, but Caitlin, the men, the, you're right. The men need it. The men need it more than anything. The like, men need more. Yeah. Whatever like, you guys want. The men need more. <laughs> they gotta have this one, Caitlin. I know, like, it was a good pick. It was solid, but Thank you. they need it. You're right. It's for the men. It's for the men. <laughs> um, so For the boys. <laughs> this round, guys, I gave myself two whole points. Uh, Caitlin, I didn't give you any, and that's fucked up for me. And I gave Ryan three whole points, so well, he Let's wins. do this <laughs> for the men. It was for the men. Let's go, men. Um, <laughs> Finally, a victory for the men. You know what? This is just such a great time for men. Let's bring more men on. And we're going to continue this second part of the interview that when Mike sat down with Chris and Dave with Nerd by Word. Let's go ahead and go to that interview right now. Chris and Dave just hit 100 episodes, just hit two years. What's what do, what do you want for your next 100 episodes for your third year? What, what are some some hopeful goals of the show? Well, I think any podcast hopes that they will, you know, grow their audience, reach more people. Um, yeah, that that I think is the biggest thing. I think our podcast is sort of a really, uh, you know, a well kept secret in the nerd community. We have, uh, you know, several loyal listeners that are really into what we do, and that you know is trying to foster like a really, really positive place for nerddom, even when we're critical of things. Um, you know, we've done some episodes of like fixing movies and stuff, and it's more mm-hmm. like, you know, we don't spend an hour like telling you how bad a movie is. We spend an hour telling you how we would have done it differently and how we would have enjoyed it more. Like we we try to put a positive spin on on our nerd journey, I guess. And I, I think that's something that's sorely lacking in the world, especially in nerddom. As you pointed out yourself, there are so many toxic corners of, of fandom, so um, I would just like, you know, for people to to know that we're out there, that we're really positive, and we just, you know, we we want to put some positive energy into the nerd world. Chris, what do you think, man? Yeah, I think, um, and it, it's, while, while looking for a larger audience, 
maintaining that integrity because that's something that we're both we're both very proud of. It, it's difficult because you know, particularly like running our social media pages, I I really try and get that that growth out there and draw people in, but at the same time. You do like these mass follows for follows and stuff like that. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I'm having to call our timeline, uh, particularly on Instagram. It's weird because a lot of people make jokes that Twitter is this toxic hellscape. But Instagram has been very, very difficult for us. And like the hit rate for followers who actually listen to the show has been a lot less um, so particularly in the last few days, as you mentioned with Kenobi, had a lot of get rid of a lot of folks uh, where their um, their racism, their xenophobia, their homophobia, their what have you um, misogyny was really showing. It came up out of the woodwork like the the lights clicked on and, and mm-hmm. they all just showed themselves. So we had to unfollow quite a few. So it's in, in, in at the same time growing, but not sacrificing what we, you know, kind of that Superman quality. That's a that's a character that Dave and I both share. And, you know, Spider-Man has similar qualities for me is like always doing the right thing, even when it's hard, even when it's difficult. Yeah. Yes, we want to grow the show, but we're not going to do it at the cost of, you know, the truth. No googly eyes on Brie Larson is what we're saying. <laughs> we're not threatened by strong female characters. In fact, we adore them and we thrive towards their works. Love it. Do you have any dream guests you'd like to get? Uh, Jonathan Hickman. Oh, um, sure. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but he's kind of like a recluse, so he doesn't do a whole lot of interviews. Even like the Marvel.com stuff, he's just like, can I go now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for me, it would be probably Grant Morrison. I've had you know the chance to talk to uh, you know a couple of people that I always wanted to talk to. Brian Q. Miller comes to mind. That was one of my my all time favorite uh, uh, interviews that we did. Um, but uh, yeah, the big one for me would be Grant Morrison. I'd love to sit down with them. Nice. Just reach out. I'm sure there's Twitters out there, or emails. That's what I love. It's not just the social media, the positive aspects, but the I feel like quarantine made everybody go like, yeah, I'll talk to fucking anybody right now. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Kevin Eastman is my other golden goose. Oh, sure. Because you're a big TM and Yes, guy, right? yes, big. Actually, actually, that's one of the, the cool things that have spun out of this is just making connections. I'm actually writing articles on the TMT, TMNT comics for Comics Bookcase, um, which if that's you awesome. aren't reading the IDW ongoing series, like it's consistently the best comic book on the stands, no matter what. I've, I've heard it's great. My problem is, and I've heard, I heard you guys talked about this in a recent episode, is I read all my stuff on my iPad. And yes. I don't know how to get not big two. If comics. you do um, Comixology Unlimited, I know during okay. the pandemic, I did like a, they had like a 60 day free trial. It was something crazy oh, nice. like that. I don't know if it's still like that, but they have, um, I think there's like 127 issues of the current ongoing series. And I think the first hundred are included in Comixology Unlimited. The last I checked oh, a few months awesome. ago. So highly, highly, highly recommend it. Nice. Yeah, we need we need the Netflix of indie comics. Is what we need. Yes. All right, we're gonna pivot into the speed round, which starts off with a question from a previous guest. Which means the last question I'll, I'll ask you is for you guys to ask a question to a future guest that we don't know who it is yet. Oh. So while answering these questions, be noodling the back of your head. This is from Adam Busari from Homo Superior. He says, "If you could be in a firmly committed relationship with one superhero, who and why?" Let's see. Um, 
with the super. So we're going specifically superheroes, okay? Um, yeah. I'm not. I'm not worthy, but Storm. I'm not worthy, but Storm. Nobody is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna. I, I'm gonna go superhero Jason and just say Lois Lane. I, 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 I knew it. I could have answered. This could have been the newlyweds. I could have answered for him. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Yeah, two two powerful women. Yeah, Lois Lane is a badass. Uh, yeah, that's a fact. Do you watch Superman and Lois? I do. Uh, I'm okay, a little nice. bit behind on it, but uh, I have to say their portrayal of Lois Lane is one of my favorites. I have a huge soft spot for uh, Terry Hatcher in the role, too. Mm-hmm. But it's but it's hard to go back and watch you know um, that yeah, show, Dean given Kane. Dean Cain's uh, <laughs> tendencies these days. Yeah, but Superman and Lois, I think, it is awesome and is like the best portrayal of those two in... 30 Ab- years oh absolutely action. first nerd thing you bought with your own money chris we'll start with you i bought the like um which seems really stupid now i bought like a whole bunch of dvds when i got my first paycheck like a whole bunch of dvds and now they are frisbees for my toddlers <laughs> david uh superman the man of steel number zero from 1994 was uh i had a little bit of an allowance and uh, that's what i spent it on <laughs> All right. First fictional crush slash current fictional crush. Oh, um, is this, should I really say this, man? Uh, so my, my first fictional crush was uh, Dana Scully from the X-Files. Uh, there sure. were, yeah, yeah. Big, big Gillian Anderson fan here. Uh, current fictional crush. Um, although I'm totally not her type. Uh, Green Lantern Joe Mullane from Far Sector. Um, yeah, boy. I, I tell you what she she is just uh she's incredible <laughs> nice chris um storm uh from the x-men animated Clear. series <laughs> and yara floor wonder girl is, who's that wonder oh, okay. the new wonder girl uh brazilian wonder girl which fictional character do you think you could make into a cake glob herman from the x-men <laughs> Um, isn't isn't there like this this like gelatinous creature on the Orville? I think that that would be very easy cake making material. General blob glob type character, sure. <laughs> now I just All imagine right. the blob from X Men. <laughs> <laughs> if you could change any TV show by making the lead character a baby, but the plot stays the same, what character would you change? Oh God. That that these are some these are some excellent questions, man. Yes, they are. <laughs> Make the lead a baby, but the rest of the show stays the same. We like to dig deep here on the superhero show show. Let's do the Flash. I think that would be funny. Just a really fast baby. <laughs> just, just like just like super it. speed crawling down the street. <laughs> I'm I'm into that. Probably wouldn't screw up the timeline as much. Probably not. <laughs> Um, I'm going to go, I'm just going to go with the most recent thing, uh, I've been watching Vikings Valhalla. (laughs) (laughs) Leif Erikson as a baby. (laughs) Little berserker baby. Yeah. Final actual question. What is the last truly great thing you watched? Uh, Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Oh, I want to see that. Oh, it is, it is everything I hoped for and more. Yeah. It's, it's really, really good. Truly great. Star Trek Discovery. It's such a great time to be a Trek fan right now. Yeah, just all right. So I should just hop on the Paramount Plus. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. All right, I'll think about doing that. All right, now ending question for the next guest. 
Hey, uh, Chris, I have one here, I think. Okay, go ahead. Um, so, so on the by word, I'm known to be the guy who reads all the weird indie comics. So mm-hmm. uh, I guess the question would be, what is the, what is the weirdest indie comic you've read recently? Okay. What's your answer? Uh, I recently uh, reread some portions of Saga, and that thing is out there. I love oh, it, yeah. but man, it, it's out there. <laughs> love Saga. All right, can I throw one in there too? I just thought of one. Of course, yeah. What's a superhero or superhero Jason character that you know you could beat up in a fight? <laughs> <laughs> Excellent guest questions. Thank you both for for hopping on here. It was it was awesome to meet you. Your show's cool. Congratulations on two years and a hundred plus episodes. Finally, where where can people find your shit? Everywhere. It's it's all like, over like the man. place. Like if you have if you have any kind of podcasting app, no matter what your podcasting platform of choice is, we're pretty much everywhere. You know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn Radio. We have our own website, of course, nerdbyword.com. But man, if if you listen to any podcasts, you can find us. It's a quick search, nerd by word. And you can find us on social media. Be sure to hit us up. Give us those episode ideas for the future at nerdbyword on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, just don't be a doofus on Instagram, please. I don't want to have to call you doofus that's a good word let's bring <laughs> doofus back don't be a doofus thank you david chris thanks so much thanks so thank much you. man we're back from that interview mike is now gone again it's kind of messed up that he came just for that interview and then like dipped out from the studio and left us to finish this again well but... i would say that chris and dave also came in for that one segment and then weren't yeah, there anymore that's that's fine though like we only have so many mics so I and get they're not that. contracted yeah but like mike like what this the motherfucker fuck, bro? this motherfucker like finish this shit but no stop being a motherfucker <laughs> he, he never will he never can um but that is the end of our show which means it's time for us to plug things ryan can you tell me about some websites sure uh popfilter.co Great! It sounds like a great website. Is that what it is, though? I believe it's popfilter.co. It's so hard. It's been one thing for ever thirty years since the beginning of time. Popfilter.co is where you can go to get all Confirmed. of the articles, farticles, news, slews, and use that uh, shit. you crave. Yeah, that you crave. <laughs> um, and that, that's that, that's our home base for all the podcasts. So uh, go to popfilter.co and see what we put together. Uh, we also got a Patreon, patreon.com slash your pop filter. Yep. And so that your is still there in the Patreon, which it, is important to remember. You got you to gotta know our beginning and our current. Like, it, if you're a real fan and you give us the monies, you know our whole story. For a little tiny fee of $5 a month, you will find out uh, this week what we are planning to do for our vacation. We have an annual vacay. It's always a lit time, and we made big plans this time. I bet if you're predicting where we're going for our vacation, you're wrong. You're f- you you're need to listen wrong. to this segment. I bet if you predict, you're actually going to be really, really right. <laughs> are we making bets right now? Yeah. How much are you betting? Cassie, I'm gonna... you're in the middle. <sighs> you're in the middle? I'm in the middle. I'm betting $10. Okay. I'm yeah. betting $11. Oh! There's nothing in between that, guys. Ten fifty. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Do you not That's know how, how quarters work. Uh, Amazon.com slash your pot filter is where you should go. Make that your new Amazon bookmark. That's how you do your shopping. Cassie, I'm done. 
Great work. Drop the mic, Ryan. Um, Caitlin, can you tell us about the other shows? Oh, doggy. Uh, <laughs> That's not one of them. I don't know what that one is. I would love to listen to who doggy, but instead. Oh, in the break time, by the way, in the meantime, Cassie or Caitlin is dressed like Wolverine from the end of this X-Men. So like she's in a leather cowboy hat, leather yep. jacket. Yep. That's yeah, why she's fringe. saying who doggy. Who doggy. Who doggy. Who doggy. Uh, you should listen to some of the great shows. <laughs> Uh, just like Movie of the Year, which is a great podcast, uh, where uh, we have a bunch of the boys sit down and they listen to a lot. Of, they not they didn't listen to no, them. no they only listen to them. <laughs> they only listen to them. Listen to us. Listen to podcasts. <laughs> they watch a lot of great movies within a single year, and they tell you all about these movies, and then they whittle it down to the best movie of that year. Do you want to know what's coming up? What's I, coming I need up? to give me a teaser. It's ET. Lit. That's a good one. Is that a good movie? That's a good one. I'm gonna have to phone home and tell all of my friends about this. That's a reference. Are you proud of her? I'm so proud right now. (laughs) I've seen that movie. (laughs) I've seen that movie. Um, Yeah, that's a really good show. You should check it out. And also, you should check out Natural Twenties where Cassie and myself and our friend Books just go and we roll with a dice because we can't make decisions. And it's a really great time. And you should check it out. Is anybody in their thirties yet? No, never will be. It's crazy. Twenty. It's crazy we, that the three of us will never turn thirty, and we all found each other and made a podcast together. It's, yeah. it's wild, but mm-hmm. um, it's a thing of science, and you should witness it. Real um, quick, guys, uh, do you know what ET is short for? Extra testicle. No, incorrect, Cassie. Okay. <laughs> Caitlin, you know erectile testicle. <laughs> Christ. No. Do you know what ET is short for? <laughs> He's, he's got those tiny little legs. <laughs> hey, that was a good one, right? Thank you. No, that was actually good. I Cassie, you are one. free to move on. <laughs> I totally thought I got it. <laughs> really? With a reptile test? Okay. That's cool. just a phrase. No, you said the name of weird dick dinosaur. <laughs> you know what? If you want content that's similar to this, you should follow us on social media at Your Pop Filter. Uh, it's also how you can stay up to date on uh, all the things we're doing. We also have an email. Con- no, we don't have an email. Get rid of that. Don't email us. Never. <laughs> um, message us. Message us on... What is our social media? At your pop filter. Oh, uh, did you say that? I think so. Okay. I'm just going to pretend like I did in case I didn't and say, like, Ryan? If you did, though, and I, like, came at you like that, I know. please delete this. On this on this one where we, like, you already redeemed all men, and I now did. you came at me like that? Uh, it's my daily job to, re- <laughs> to redeem all men. <laughs> And I'm doing a great job. You're doing so good. And let's see if you can keep that up next week because, you guys, it's a big episode. It's for the boys. It's all about the boys. I got here, boys, boys, boys. I'm not going to do the chant properly, but it's all about the boys. <laughs> uh, so be sure to tune in for that. For Mike, I'm Ryan. For Ryan, I'm Mike. For me, I'm Caitlin. And for me, I'm me. Bye, everyone. Bye.